Dear friends in Christ, in the, the past couple of days, we have celebrated the birth of God's one and only Son, our Savior, Jesus. And today, our gospel reading that we had just looked at now takes us six weeks after his birth. And my goal on this day of worship is to give us a special perspective of Christmas. And it's through a, a key character of that God had used in those early weeks following the time when his son was born. Let's step into that life of Simeon, the man who was promised that he will not die until he sees Jesus. And the anticipation for that moment for him, you know, was probably intense. But that moment became a reality. Let me begin with a question. Has there ever been a time when you were learning that there was someone special, famous, perhaps an athlete or a musician, etc., who was you know going to be at a local store to sign autographs, you know, perhaps at the place you wanted to see them at, and you wanted to go? Well, let me tell you about a story. It was about an event that took place several decades ago. And there was a pastor who grew up in the suburb of Philadelphia. And many people who lived in that city that's known as the city of brotherly love, you know that they have a serious passion about their Philly sports teams. As a middle school student and junior high student, this boy, he would go and play with his friends because he and his brother loved playing street hockey in their neighborhood. And every day after school from 3 to 5 p.m., they would be out there playing. And they loved the Philadelphia Flyers, of course. Well, one day they learned that one of the Flyers' star players was going to be at a sporting goods store at the local mall. And it was a grand opening there. And they decided to go. They wanted to see him. They couldn't really wait for that moment to happen. And it was agonizing for them as they waited. Well, finally the day arrived and the, the friends of theirs came over to their house and they waited for their parents to uh, get out and be able to drive all of them to that place. And they ran out in excitement as they went out to their car. And after standing in a long line that seemed like an eternity, they were finally able to see and meet that professional player. Something happens to us, we know, when we learn that high-profile people will be in our town. You know, perhaps we'll buy tickets or make plans to catch a glimpse of that person in real life. We heard in Luke's reading here in the Gospel that Simeon was a man who was promised to see not just any person, but to see the Son of God. And one wonders what excitement and anticipation Simeon had that filled his heart leading up to that time. Well, before we're introduced to Simeon, we learn that Mary and Joseph bring Jesus into that temple in keeping with the law. And we know that Mary and Joseph are Jewish, and they're faithful to obedience of the law. And since Luke is writing to a, primarily a Gentile audience, You'll notice in verses 22 through 24 in that reading that he includes some clarifying details, explaining what's happening and why. And Luke brings us really back to Leviticus chapter 12, 
And that's where the law of God says that, you know, they are to obey that law. And so Joseph and Mary do. Now, in some church denominations, you know, one may associate this presentation of a child with the dedication of children. And this may be the closest thing that one can relate to concerning this event. But what is happening in this text is more involved than a traditional baby dedication. Here's a quick review of Leviticus 12. The law states that the parents were to present their child to the Lord. And that presentation would be after the mother's purification, which would be seven days after birth. And on the eighth day, the child would be circumcised and named. And Luke tells us in this verse 21, right before our reading, that Jesus is circumcised and and, and named. According to the law, following the eighth day, she was to continue for 33 more days before she could enter the temple or anything that was holy. And the parents, they were to bring a lamb or two turtle doves or two pigeons if they couldn't afford a lamb. And one sacrifice was a burnt offering, and the other sacrifice was a sin offering that the priest would offer for the atonement of the mother. And that presentation in the temple is 41 days following the birth of Jesus. Why is this significant? Well, the Apostle Paul, you know, he said to the Christians in Galatia after about Jesus' birth in Galatians 4, verses 4 and 5. When the fullness of time had come, God sent his son, born of a woman, born under the law, to redeem those who are under the law so that we might receive adoption as sons. Now, Paul tells us specifically that Jesus was born under the law, meaning that his life on earth was bound to the details of the law. For example, every year Jesus and his disciples would celebrate Passover in Jerusalem as prescribed by the law. But also Jesus will redeem those under the law by establishing a new covenant. He did that, we know, through his blood. And as a result of that, we can be adopted as sons. The presentation of Jesus to God, you know, seems strange to us since he's God himself. But Mary and Joseph are simply obeying the law. Their obedience to the law of God is really astounding. You know, never once do they think that they're beside the law or above the law, even though the Messiah is the one who was born. No, they continue to obey the law until eventually the law is going to be changed. We must also, as God's people today, obey the the standards of God that he gives to us that are written in his word. And we should not waver from them of what he requires of us as adopted sons of God. How obedient are you to the faithful word of God that you read and you see? Now that we have a little background about Joseph and Mary and as they present Jesus to the Lord, we're ready to be introduced to Simeon. He's a man with a very special promise from the Lord. And we're introduced to that man in the the promise that he would not see death before he had seen the Lord's Christ, as Luke writes in verse 26. And that's a strong promise. And who knows how long Simeon had waited for this particular revelation. 
It was revealed to him by the Holy Spirit. And the promise made to Simeon is to affirm the reality of the Messiah's coming. And just as the Old Testament spoke of the Messiah's coming and how the Holy Spirit had promised Simeon that he would see the Lord in his lifetime, that was very special. And for Simeon, the time has now come when Mary and Joseph present Jesus in the temple. Now, when we study scripture, you know, there's a temptation to help God with the details of a, an account or a person that, you know, we think, you know, he left some things out. You know, we can sometimes spend too much time on what's called the white space, the area between the lines of scripture. But as we seek to learn about who Simeon is today, we want to understand this man from what the inspired words on this page tell us and nothing else. First, we learn that Simeon is a righteous and devout man. He's one who lived according to the law of God. And we might say that Simeon was a good guy, but his goodness is not what secured this promise. Second, Simeon was a man who was waiting for the Messiah, as Luke writes, the consolation of Israel. Third, we learn that the Holy Spirit was upon Simeon. The scriptures don't tell us that Simeon was a priest or or what party or sect that he had belonged to. That information is not important to the story. And we see that this is the first and last time that we hear anything about Simeon in God's word. I can't help but think about the patience of Simeon. And as he's waiting for the fulfillment of the promise that he's going to see the Messiah. And that point is so important. That even before the Messiah is born, the Holy Spirit makes a promise to him that he'll see the Messiah in his lifetime. Imagine if we had that same promise today. Yes, we know that scripture teaches us that Jesus will return and he'll set foot where he had ascended as promised by the angels in Acts chapter 1, verse 11. And if you're like me, you probably can't wait for that moment to happen, especially given the times that we live in today. But what if we knew that Jesus would return in your lifetime? You know, I guess he could, but we don't know the exact time of his return. You see, Simeon was promised that he would see the Messiah in his lifetime, but he didn't know when. Today, as we live for the Lord, we have a promise that one day we will see Jesus face to face. And until that time, we continue walking in the faith with him, fulfilling the mission that he has called us to, as he shared that in that great commission in Matthew 28. Our work is to make disciples of all nations, baptizing them and teaching them everything that he has commanded us. And next, here we see Simeon in a very powerful and intimate moment. And through the Spirit's presence in his life, you know, God brings Simeon into that temple right when Mary and Joseph are there as they present Jesus, who is Simeon and our Messiah. There's no indication that there are others present here at the moment, but with Simeon's own eyes, he sees that promised Messiah. Well, what does one do in that moment when that happens? 
Well, Simeon takes his Messiah in his arms. Imagine that, the Son of God being cradled in someone else's arms. Simeon blesses God, and then he speaks a very powerful psalm. And that psalm and what Simeon says to Mary, they are really truly profound in verses 34 and 35 of that gospel reading. First, Simeon says that he's now ready to die since the Lord's promise has been fulfilled. And that word now, as he says, now let your servant go in peace, that speaks to the truth that the Messiah had come. Second, Simeon offers praise to God that salvation is now available for all people, for both Jew and Gentile. Why? Because the Messiah had come. And third, Simeon tells Mary that Jesus is going to suffer and that she will suffer because of him. But this is necessary for the redemption of sin. That's why Jesus was born. That's why he came to accomplish. And after Simeon speaks those words, his voice goes silent. We hear nothing more about him following his contact with the Messiah in that temple that day. Scripture doesn't reveal to us how old Simeon was at that point or when he died. But the scriptures tell us that Simeon sees the Messiah in his lifetime. And that's proof that Jesus has redeemed us, that he has come to redeem all people from our sins. Earlier I had told you about that pastor who got the autograph from that professional hockey player many years ago. Well, he goes on in his account to share with others the excitement that he had in meeting that player. We know that Jesus is not a celebrity. He's the Son of God. He's our Savior and Redeemer. Now, unless you're in a close relationship, perhaps with a, an athlete or celebrity in some fashion, you know, chances are, are really not very good that you're going to have a close relationship or even personally see that person face-to-face. But having a relationship with Jesus Christ is so much more. And we're promised that one day we will see Jesus face-to-face because he lives. Jesus Christ is a gift of God to mankind. And without Jesus, sin would never be forgiven. Mankind would live forever condemned. Every person must understand that They are a sinner before God and await punishment. But God loves us so much. We know that he's not satisfied for us to stay in that position. And so he sends his son. He enabled us to be free from sin through Jesus, who came to pay the ransom price for us and for him to die on that cross. We've received the gift of faith, believing and knowing what Christ has done for us. We trust in him. We confess our sin to God. And we live for Christ. Why? Because of the forgiveness that he gave us. And our hope to see Jesus and live eternally, we know that that is entirely possible for us. A certain hope. Because Jesus has conquered sin on the cross and he was victorious over death through his resurrection. One day, we will all see Jesus. 
And by faith, we will also one day share our eternity to be with him. Rejoice, people of God. Your Savior has come. He is the Messiah, the promised one. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for bringing us to a time in our life where we wake up each day and we just uh, give you thanks and praise for your love and your, your grace to live that day. Lord, we're in a, a time when there's so much going on. There's the spread of COVID and the, the spread of violence and hatred and other things that just uh, disturb our hearts. But even as you promised Simeon and you said that the Messiah would come, we get the joy of knowing that he has come and that he will come again. And so, Lord, as we continue these days of our lives and the journey of faith that you have gifted us, Lord, just be with us, help us, strengthen us, keep us safe, and may we be like Simeon, knowing peace and also having the joy to to share that peace with others so that they too may know you as their promised Messiah, the Savior and Lord of all. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.